You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Gifted with Sheila White. I am excited today. Boy, I'll tell you, I've got a young lady here that is going to give us some information, some inspiration. I want you to grab a pen, call a friend, and let them know to tune in because this is going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. I've been waiting to get this young lady on air to be able to talk about what we are going to talk about today. Everybody loves eating. Everybody loves food. Matter of fact, I'm a foodie. I really love food. But you know what? Some people are just clueless in the kitchen. I mean, if you've been blessed with cooks in the family like mine, then maybe it's not absolutely necessary to learn how to cook, but it does help. But learning to cook helps you to understand uh, cultures, different world cultures and customs and different flavors. We all love flavorful cooking. And actually, it's a lot less expensive to cook at home than it is going out into the restaurants and your fast food joints, of course, like that. But my guest today, we're going to get down with the get down today because my guest today is Miss Erin Joy Carmichael. is the owner, the owner, the CEO of Erin's Joy's joyful. Hey, y'all, we didn't talk about sadness today. It's good news, nothing but the good news. <laughs> nothing but good news. Nothing but good news, joyful cooking. Welcome, Miss Carmichael. Thank to- you. Thank you so much. I'm just trying to get adjusted. I hope I look okay for your audience. Hi, audience. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me. My name is Erin Joy. And yes, I am the CEO and founder of Erin Joy's Joyful Cooking Show. It is a show designed to inspire everyone to get healthy, as we like to say, one meal at a time. And that's an important thing, y'all. Like I said, we gonna have some fun. I wish we had smell a vision. This would be really. Right. <laughs> I wish I had some of my vegan meatballs. <laughs> Sorry. You know, let's talk about joyful cooking. Why did you come up with that name? Because I know your name is Joy, your middle name, but was that just a play on words, or how did you come up with that? So, okay, so um, all right, sir. Let me bra- brace myself because I still get emotional when I tell this story, but it is my story. Uh, my name is Erin Joy, Erin Joy Carmack. That is my name. I'm also an artist and um, a recording artist, and I never really wanted my checks to be wrong. Or uh, like back in the day, you would see people's names typed wrong, CDs wrong. So I always wanted to represent Erin Joy, um, and I'm also happy because. Those are my dad's initials as well. So that's where Erin Joy came from. EJ, that is my name. Erin okay. um, Joy's Joyful Cooking. So Erin um, Joy's Joyful Cooking was actually birthed out of pain. Wow. Um, wow. I, yes, ma'am. I am a survivor, a proud hmm. survivor um, and thriver of domestic violence. Okay. And when I was actually in that situation, in the heart of it, cooking was really the only thing that brought me joy 
okay. um, at that time. And it was really one of the things that it was a peaceful time. Wow. Wow. In, in, in my home. Um, and it was also something that I was proud of because I still serve at my church. I serve. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, so I have the best yams on the South side. Come holla at your girl. Order you a pan of yams for Thanksgiving. And I got to yams, not sweet potatoes, yams. Okay. But but that's um, so it always brought me joy to be yeah. able to serve others. And um, my grandmother, it actually um, I, I sat at the feet of my grandma, both of my grandmothers, my um, dad's uh, mom is from the Philippines. So um, when she so I grew up in the garden and actually um, I'm have really really bad allergies. My cousins can't stand me because they all had to go in the garden. But I was the one in the kitchen. Because oh, I had super wow. bad So I sat at the foot of my grandmother in Pittsburgh, and mm. I sat at the foot of my grandmother in Chicago, Illinois, um, mm. and that's who actually served my goddad and pastor, um, and that's where I really, really learned um, and just really grew up in the kitchen from my grandmas. So, so growing up, you had great cooks around you and things like that. That's where that interest came on. Yes, yes, yes. And actually there was one, I, I will never forget. Mm. My grandmother's sisters came from Virginia. My, my mm. maternal grandmother came from Virginia okay. and she sat me in the kitchen and she told me, Aaron Joy, this is a gift you have. You will never be without she showed me how to make and sell plates. Like I remember her going to the store, getting some thighs, getting some chicken stock, getting some rice, making it a pan and selling the dish and never wanting. So it also came out of me learning how to always to be a survivor with my gift, with the God-given gift that I have. Wow. You know, so so is cooking like more of a social issue for you? Because some people like to cook alone. They're like, everybody out of the kitchen. Let me have the kitchen to myself. But it sounds like it's a little social thing. With It's social It's social for me, which is how Erin Joy's Joyful Cooking also came about. Uh, again, <laughs> just from pain, my good girlfriend, Jackie, I love you. Jackie, if you're out there, I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, again, this was a time um, when I was in that relationship, in that in the enthralled, in, in the midst of, I should say, of domestic violence. She came from Atlanta. Um, she helped get my kitchen back in order because she knew. And we were just talking and cooking and laughing. And then we clinked the glasses and said, and that's another episode of Erin Joy's Joyful Cooking. And so from there, let now let me not, let's not be untruthful here. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Thanksgiving, I do not want you around to see okay. how I okay. make my butter, my garlic, but I don't want you to know that, right? Wow. <laughs> but as, wow. as a whole, um, yeah. I love talking and communing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. again, for me mentally, even coming from the feet of my grandmother, yeah. right? Yeah. And that always having family around. I mean, there was 10 of them, nine of them, 10 of them. Wow. So, so my wow. grandmother, my paternal grandmother, mother, my, pater my dad's mom had nine, 10 children. So mm -hmm. just think all of us in a home. That was built by hand, right? Oh, <laughs> so we literally like grew up and my grandma like took the Philippines and brought it to the United States. So wow. I literally grew up in that farm environment, right? In that mm. natural environment. And then, like I said, here in Chicago, um, just 
with biscuits and real stuff. And wow. this is how I got overweight and we have now have <laughs> Well, you know, do, do you use, you know, when you're working with great cooks like that and people that use flavor and, you know, different cultures and things like that, um, do you use your own recipe or do you just kind of say, let me do my own thing because you have a blend of culture. I do. I do. I really honestly don't, I, I, it, it sounds so cliche, but you're just yeah. like, okay, the ancestors are going to tell me when to stop. Wow. The wow. ancestors are going to tell me. Wow. And um, also it is my mission now to help people become healthy one meal at a time in okay. a vegan and vegetarian way. Wow. That is wow. where I am and where I hope to bring people to. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, because again, we talk culturally, mm. we talk just, just what it is, soul food. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, and here, here's just Aaron Joy's joyful cooking's argument to my lovely audience members out there who yeah. just want to eat the bacon. Oh my goodness. They were real pigs back mm. in the day. Okay. They were real chickens. Oh. And I'm just saying, when I say that, I mean, I, I still will not go in my grandmother's basement right now. Like in my mind, I see the chicken, I see the blood. I see like, and so that's just my. Okay. Okay. Is okay. that not, there is nothing wrong. If it's your choice, it's your I'm choice. not here to judge. I'm not here to push, but mm -hmm. I know for me personally, incorporating mm -hmm. vegan and vegetarian lifestyle okay. was able to help me maintain my weight, able to help oh. me feel better, mm -hmm. able to help my mental, able to help me make better decisions. Right. Wow. So I'm, my mission is yes, everybody incorporate one vegan or vegetarian meal into their lifestyle. And mm -hmm. my reasoning behind that is, and again, to combat when people say, oh, well, my grandmothers did this, my grandfathers did that, and they lived till they were 90. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did, but they were real farms and real mm -hmm. eggs and yeah. people delivering milk. And yeah. I mean, that's just, and there wasn't so much corporate involvement, oh. so much genetically modified seeds, genetically modified things that are being pumped into the meat, which we then turn around and consume yeah. again versus your grandma and grandparents going out getting a chicken, wringing it by the neck, and then now that's what we're eating. It's just a difference. It's a difference. Now, did you, when you grew up, were you eating like, you know, vegetarian food or were you just eating regular food? And then somewhere along the line, you became, you know, started cooking more healthier. I mean, was this, I mean, I know eating vegetables as a little girl, they say, eat your corn, eat your cabbage. But um, was this something you were exposed to early on or later? The vegetarian thing kind of came along because of weight and other issues. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. I was diagnosed as being pre-diabetic. Oh. Um, and yeah, that that really didn't, didn't sit with you well. Really didn't sit well with me. No, ma'am. No, ma mm. Okay. So what we were talking about was vegetarian cooking. Yes. Um, so the transition. Uh-huh. Go yes, ahead. Yes, ma'am. So again, I was diagnosed as being pre-diabetic, mm -hmm. right? So um and I actually, I tell this story all the time. I actually was going to have weight loss surgery. That was the goal. Um, I have taken, I have taken fentramine. I have had the shots. I have had the shots in my stomach. I have done the 500 calorie thing. I have done every which way but loose. Mm. Um, but it really 
was a doctor who was happened to just stand in. Mm. And she said, don't let them give you surgery, Aaron Joy. All you need to do is change. Just change one thing, literally change one thing at a time. Right. And so that's how I did it. And then it started. I just went down the path of research. I just started researching. How can I substitute this butter? How can I substitute this mayonnaise? Can I put some avocado in there and, you know, instead of butter? Right. What are things that I can control and still make it taste good? Right. And then in Chicago on the South side, there Mm -hmm. is a wonderful vegan soul vegetarian. Soul vegetarian. Soul vegetarian. Is that a restaurant? It is a restaurant on 75th, I believe on 75th off Prairie. But soul vegetarian um, was also very instrumental because it was in urban areas. They normally are food deserts and you normally don't have healthy options so soul vegetarian has always been in our neighborhood so Mm -hmm. when i had my health scare and i was diagnosed as being pre-diabetic um i again started looking for because i cook right i started looking for ways for myself but soul vegetarian was that place where i still felt like i didn't have to compromise my social makeup like and the taste you know yeah, and, and the taste too. Like I didn't have to compromise that. It's like, oh, uh, so now I felt like I had somewhere to go, somewhere I can commune, like-minded yeah. people, people that understood the yeah. the mission that I personally was on. Um, right, and right. then I got, then I started down, you know, down the herb route and and what should you take and the chlorophyll and just all these things that, to be perfectly honest, are all have always been there in nature, have always yeah. been there for us. Um, mm-hmm. I think just at some point. And and I'm I'm being perfectly transparent. Money yeah. the, the money driven way. Right. Um, I think that corporations and money got involved versus our health. It's so true. So, I mean, I heard busy going to the, the the pharmacy to get medications from the doctors and things when we can actually go to God's F A R M pharmacy to be Absolutely. able to get what we need for our bodies because it's all here and things like that. But cooking with vegetarian and vegan, what is what what dish would you say is your your uh, shows your creativity? Because there's a lot people say I'm going to substitute cheese. I'm going to put in like we talked about mayo and things. Let, let me tell you. So <laughs> on my show, Aaron Joy's Joyful Cooking. Not only do I cook a mean vegetarian or, or okay taco, I can make oh. you a taco, baby. Oh, you wouldn't man. even know that it was not ground beef. That's wow. my specialty on the fly. But wow. I also wow. like to highlight other. Um, vegan chefs, especially black vegan chefs, um, to give them a platform as well, right? Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that, so this is, so we have a vegan one and we have a vegetarian. The vegetarian is like, I can't let go of the cheese. The vegan is, (laughs) the vegan chef, she's like, oh, we're making this cat, these cheesy cashews, right? So so then we have competition. Um, But at the end of the day, we're all taking a Step, yeah, step in the right one meal at a time and making it healthy. Wow. And then also, um, my what I hope that the viewers walk away with on Aaron Joy's Joyful Cooking is the ability to be empowered to make a tasty vegan or vegetarian meal. Because I know for just for me personally, that was something that was scary for me. Yes, for a lot to of walk, people. And to walk into a section. 
and just to now I have to read labels. Now I'm conscious. Now I'm cognizant. Oh my gosh, I'm spending two and a half hours in the grocery store versus going to grab my regular seasoned salt and, and pork wow. chops. And now I'm making conscious decisions. So mm. my, the goal is for me is to have all of the viewers walk away empowered to incorporate one vegan meal at a time where yeah. my goal is seven, four, five, four, you know, 10 ingredients or less to right. make a whole meal, something that you already probably have in your cupboard. Wow. You know, when you talk about cooking and, and, and what you're saying, a lot of people, you know, they just don't enjoy cooking. It's like a chore for them. They're like, oh, I got to go cook. Um, and it's not a joyful thing, you know, especially people that don't have the tools and the equipment, because a lot of people think they watch these cooking shows and the people got these fancy knives and all of these things to whip things up. You know, do you have all of these little tools to cook with or can you just make it work? With what you have. You know what? I want a spiraler. I really want a zucchini. I still want, if anybody's out there, if you can donate me a zucchini spiraler that they show in the middle of the night, I would love that. I have been trying to get those good little gadgets. No, ma'am. You don't need them. <laughs> we want them, but you don't need them. <laughs> you just, just your, whatever you have in your kitchen. Right. We want you to join our show. We mm -hmm. want you to sit right there and we want you to, to open up your refrigerator, refrigerator, and we want to say, grab that apple, grab that pepper, grab that onion, grab this. Let's make it happen. Mm, wow. What is one of the best things that you enjoy uh, about cooking? Because it's something that you just love and you talk about it. It just it's just like, you know, you almost want to say, cook something for me. Cook, cook. Right. You know? You talk about it and it brings joy just hearing you talk about the love that you have for cooking. What is one of the best things that you just enjoy about, about, you know, cooking so much? Because a lot of people, like I said, it's like a chore. They don't deserve, they just think, hey, this is now, I have no pleasure in cooking. The only reason why I have a kitchen is because it came with the house. That's right. how, you know what I'm saying? Right. What is it that you enjoy so much about cooking? Um, it's first of all, uh, I love the process of cooking. Oh. I love the fact that the, of the energy that I have, I really honestly live my life. If I can help somebody as I pass along, wow. then my living won't be in vain. Wow. I believe that I'm in, infusing my God, my representing of Christ, my love. I'm able to infuse that into the food so that people can feel it. It's like that experiment that they do. It is scientifically proven. You can get a glass of water, you can freeze it, you can have people talk negativity to it, and you can look at the crystals and how it's just very angry energy in that water versus positive energy and loving energy. So my goal is to give that to them because again, for me personally, that was a time where it gave me joy. So I want to give that smile i want to give that everybody's quiet and they eating these yeah. yams yeah. <laughs> i want to give that love so that yeah. when they eat my meal or some or a meal of someone who i've recommended that they feel the love and they yeah. feel that we are wanting them to be healthy not just serving you something right you know like the thing about it is how important is it for you um you know, like who motivates you? Because it's like, you know, you have this love for food, you're helping people. Um, everybody's not always receptive all the time, especially if you say vegan cooking, oh, no chicken wings and this type of thing. Who motivates you 
to just keep doing what you do because you've got your health in order. You can stop, but who keeps you going? Who motivates you? My baby girl, she's nine. Um, I want to be here for her. I want, um, I want her to make different choices Uh and I want to show her different choices. I come from the era of um, listen, Mm. do as I say and not as I do. Right, right. Um, I do believe that I am a generational curse breaker. Mm. I do believe that I am a generational trajectory changer. Wow. Um, So I do know that my daughter is my greatest motivation because if, again, if you think about it, Mm-hmm. If we take it back to our back to our grandparents, and as everybody says, they yeah. still picked the collard greens, they picked mm-hmm. the peas, they picked wow. the string beans. Crazy. We were still eating it. Oh, we were man. still eating healthy. We were still incorporating our vegetables into our diet. Mm-hmm. Now it's become so vacuum and just so fast, and everybody's living go 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 wow. that. You did, if you understand what I'm saying. So that's what motivates me is that I want to be here for my daughter and I wow. want to show her, you could come in and grab one, two, three, four items and make something healthy. Mm. You don't have to come in and grab the flour and the yeah. chicken and the grease wow. and dump it. Wow. Wow. And it, it's important because, you know, you know, there are so many foods that are just um, so tasty. I mean, you think about, you know, soul food and especially during the holidays and, you know, and then Italian food with the pasta and the Indian food, with the spiciness of it. And, you know, in Asian so vegetables, all of these foods are so tasty, but they hold a lot of calories. And it sounds like you're saying the important thing is, is to be healthy, is to make healthy choices. Make healthy choices. Because as I said, um, so on Wednesdays, I have an opportunity to give a segment on the show here. Um, And we, so last week we were talking about just, again, drinking a gallon Mm -hmm. of water a day, doing something to combat what we eat. So it's not, it's not that you can't have it, right? Because my grandmother used to say this all the time. I remember she said, if you're pregnant and you have a taste for some alcohol, just, just get a sip of it to take the taste (laughs) off. So I'm not, (laughs) To take the taste out your mouth, right? So it's yeah. and, and again, in my opinion, I, it's not that you can't have it. I don't. I don't ever yeah. want anyone to think, but it's yeah. the waste inside. Yeah, yeah. Not the weight outside. Wow. And you can apply that to any aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. Wow. Your mind is it the waste mm. or the weight of it, or yeah. is what you're thinking wasteful that's putting the weight on? Mm. Wow! Wow! Same thing with with, with with what we eat. It's in in our bodies. It's the waste that's mm. in our in us, not the weight that's on our body. Yeah, we yeah. Detox and and get our blood cells correct, and we you know your cells repair itself. It's true. You are what you eat. Yes, yes, it's yes. Very true. So if yes. you find yourself sluggish, if you find your, your your child not maybe making best decisions, are you giving them flaming hot Cheetos? Again, not that you can't have it, 
but wow. how often, what, what is the frequency? How, you know, again, just being conscious. My goal is to raise consciousness and awareness about becoming healthy. Yes, one vegan or vegetarian meal at a time. Yes, I don't, you know, I don't want to eat meat, but I cannot lie and say if it's a crispy chicken wang on the oh, grill. On, I'm just saying, I just, I might want a little crispy chicken wang with some baby rays, some sweet baby rays. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? That's what we said. That's what we said. The little beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. You name it. You name it. Just our heritage to want to eat food that tastes good. And a lot of times people, some people can make greens and they don't put any meat in them. And I've tasted both ways, both tasted both ways. And when you find greens that don't have the meat in it, you're like, it tastes okay. You know what I'm saying? You can get it. How does it take, how long does it take for the palate to kind of change over? Because a lot of times people will taste one thing and they're like, no, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. How long did it take for you to change your palate over to the point where you could just have vegetarian cooking or or vegan meals and don't even worry about it? You know what I'm saying? It didn't take me long. And yeah. I can tell you why. We had part of the show um, that we do at Erin Joy's Cooking is tasting on the fly. Like mm-hmm. literally, like, hey, Michelle, how you doing? Come here, taste wow. this meatball. And wow. we get real reactions. For example, there was a young man, I mean, like 15 years old. Mm. He, he had um, vegan pizza, vegan mm. pepperoni pizza, and vegan sausage pizza, right? Wow. His, our question was, will you become, would you, um, become a vegan or vegetarian no well do you like this yes so it's that so it still tastes good right and then also what i found is that most people don't want to know that Mm. it's vegetarian so now it's it's our mind Mm. now because we've been so programmed again in my opinion to think that it's nasty that it's bland that it's not fun that it's not yeah. joyful that we can't you know play a little baby boy you stay on my mind while we're in the kitchen make you know that we can still do all of that yeah. we just don't have to fry the chicken we don't have to make the pot rolls we yeah. we can just again just there's so many um meat options alternative options there's there's so much you can use mushrooms for me i mean again it's just going to be an an opportunity in my opinion for you to explore for you to learn for you to try new things try new restaurants order something different and just one choice at a time i just would like you to make one choice just one and let me know how you feel because i promise you do feel different after you eat a salad versus after you eat a steak. You just, wow. nobody can tell me that they don't. Wow. Now, how would you get children, people that want to ease their children into um, a healthier eating as far as, you know, vegetarian? How would you, what's some of the simple things that you would ease them into? Because children are so picky. If you get their picky, yeah. start out with. So when you say, yeah. we're not going to get any more mac and cheese, you know, or something or noodles, how do you get children to kind of, you know, recipes for kids so that parents out there can say, well, you know what, let's try this and see if this it, works. It it helps me personally to incorporate her, my daughter into it. Okay. To bring her into the process of it, okay. to make it fun for mm. them. Okay. Because 
my again my daughter was in the pandemic she became overweight she it was what it was there was it just was what it was there's no rhyme or reason to it the real it was what it was so what i started doing was to again not make her feel bad or even forgive myself because she's nine she can't buy it herself Mm. so even my own self right? Checking, forgiving my own self and right. saying, what am I going to do to help make this change? I was diagnosed as being pre-diabetic. Oh, I didn't even mention my blood pressure was, well, I was on the brink of a hot a stroke. I'm Again, so if I have to make changes for me and my motivation is to be there for my children, yeah. I said, well, how can I do that? And so my suggestion is to bring them into the kitchen. Bring them into the kitchen. Start, and, and, and you know what was really good? A smoothie. The smoothie was, was a wonderful transition for her okay. um, because it was, it was easy. She grabbed the frozen fruit. We were, you know, turned on the music. Right, 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 right. Taste it. How does it feel? Okay, you don't want to taste it, you know, wow. and then started talking more about it, okay. about the whys behind. Um, again, I come from the don't ask, don't tell era. Yes, but I yeah. do believe that communication is key and it doesn't matter how old you are. So I also incorporated and started telling her why we're doing this. We're doing this for our health. I'm not doing this to say you're overweight. I'm not doing this to hurt your feelings. I'm doing this so that you can live. I'm doing this that you can enjoy the generational wealth that I am passing on to you. That is why. So I believe that once we allow children to participate and we Lane, so that they understand the why behind it's right. an easier transition, right? Wow. Wow. Just think about it. If if you if I'm just putting myself in a nine year old, if my mom says it's winter time, clean up. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty much not gonna clean up. But if she says it's winter time and we live on the alley and you're gonna have mice in your room if you don't clean up, well, that's a different. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm gonna at at two, I'm gonna be motivated to clean up it, because I got a lie behind, right? It's in Chicago with super rats, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? So that that that's just how I took it. So I started also looking at myself, looking at um how you know things that I can improve on as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, with communication with my child. Yeah. Um, so because it is, it did start to be a battle. It, it, it was, it was a, um, why can't I go to McDonald's all of a sudden? Oh, why can't I go all of a sudden? When I, as the parent, I yeah, say yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was naturally yeah. just by there. Just mm. go grab it. Oh, wow. so now I'm aware parent. I'm aware. Okay. This is what, okay. Well, I can't do Okay. And then all of a sudden you have to stop as a child. That's, that's not fair. Yeah. 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 So I had to do that smooth incorporation transition. Wow. Wow. Well, we're just about out of time, friends. You know, we want to thank you so much for listening to the entire broadcast. I want you to visit our website at www.road2eternity.net for more information, leave a comment. Um, Erin, how can our audience get a hold of you to hear more about joyful cooking? This is absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Me to contact Erin for this information. Listen to what she has to offer because it literally can save your life. Well, you can always, always, the best form of communication, I believe, is a live communication. You can always call me on my phone at 
3053. Again, that is Chicago Central Standard Time Zone 773-621-3053. Or you can shoot me an email. As you can see, it's Aaron Joyce all together, E-R-I-N-J-O-I, Aaron Joyce, Joyful Cooking. So I'll spell it out. E-R-I-N-J-O-I-S. J-O-I-F-U-L cooking. Erin Joy's Joyful Cooking at gmail.com. And that's what we're talking about. Today we've been talking about joyful cooking. I mean beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, all this bam, bam, ha, ma, you name it. <laughs> but most importantly, our vegetables. Yes, our vegetables. And that's the thing. We want you to make better choices. That's what it's all about, making better choices in life in general. This has saved her from going into a health crisis, her choices that she's making for eating. So it does make a difference. Friends, I want you to know that it's your choice. It's your time. Do something that you can do for not only yourself, but your family. There is a way there's better choices out there for you to make, not only just in eating, but just in everyday living. Erin has a passion for helping people and, and, and with cooking and the choices that that um, that they're making when it puts putting things into their body. It makes a difference. So thank you guys for listening. I want you to know that you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted. Use your gifts to impact the world the way that Erin is with her joyful cooking. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.